On today's episode of Holly Weird Paranormal, we take you guys on another fun-filled audio walking tour through one of our favorite neighborhoods. It's off of Wilshire Boulevard and it's known as Museum Row. This is the historic Miracle Mile. Find out what former department stores used to reside off of Miracle Mile. Join us and take a ride as we stop at some of the most famous haunts off of Wilshire Boulevard. What nautical bar has some strange phantom knocks and apartments that may have some unusual permanent guests from the other side, but it gets better. You'll soon discover which former department store that used to reside off of Wilshire Boulevard that was involved in a very crazy scene of the movie Ghostbusters. You definitely don't want to miss out on it. So slipping into your uh, comfortable chanclas or your favorite tennis shoes because it's a bit of a walk. Grab some salt, put it in your fanny pack along with some salienite because it's all about protection, right? As you join myself and Bryce as we take a ride through one of our favorite neighborhoods, Miracle Mile. Let's get Holly Weird off of Wilshire. all you holly weirdos thank you for joining us today on this spectacular episode as we take you with us for another audio walking tour now we've taken you last year through beverly hills or as we called it beverly kills and we're ready to take you through another haunted tour throughout one of our favorite neighborhoods off of Wilshire Boulevard, which is known as Miracle Mile. But before we get into the banter and go into the tour, let's take a little history lesson and learn a little more about Wilshire Boulevard. So Wilshire Boulevard is known as Museum Row, and it also contains two historic preservation overlay zones. In the early 1920s, Wilshire Boulevard, west of Western Avenue, was an unpaved farm road like much of Los Angeles, extending through dairy farms and bean fields. Developer A.W. Ross saw potential for the area and developed Wilshire as a commercial district to revival downtown Los Angeles. The Miracle Mile, a.k.a. Wilshire Boulevard development, was initially anchored by the May Company department store. Put a pin on that because we'll definitely touch on that throughout our walking tour. Now, with the May Company's landmark 1939 Streamline Moderna building on the west and the East Clem Wilson building on the east, then Los Angeles' tallest commercial building, FYI. Now, according to an article in the LA Times, as wealth and newcomers poured into the fast-growing city, Ross's parcel became one of Los Angeles's most desirable areas. I think every area in Los Angeles is very desirable and very expensive. But this area was acclaimed as America's Champs-Élysées. The stretch of the Wilshire near the La Brea Tar Pits was named Miracle Mile for its improbable rise to prominence. Although the preponderance of shopping malls and the development in the 1960s of financial and business districts in downtown and Century City lessened the Miracle Mile's importance as a retail and business center. The area has regained its vitality thanks to the addition of several museums and commercial high-rises. But as we take a deeper dive today, what left an impression back in the day may echo right now in certain ways. There's been a lot of tales attached to some of these museums, these former standalone department stores and these Art Deco-like buildings that are apartments that reside off of Wilshire Boulevard. Let's take a ride and learn about the ghosts of Wilshire Boulevard. Hey guys. Oh, hello. We're COVID free and boosted. (laughs) We've been poked. We have been. We've been prodded. Mm. <laughs> yes. And boosted. And boosted now. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're so healthy. I know. 
It is so crazy. We were just talking before we started recording, <laughs> yeah. but it's so funny that this is like our new normal. Like, oh, are you? Did you? When did you? And it's just like, this is like everyday conversation now. Like, here we are. <laughs> exactly. We are responding to some of our amazing listeners who are yes. a little concerned. First off, thank you so much, guys, know, for really your concerns. We needed a break, and yeah. we just got back from a break that needed a break that still needs a break from our break. It's been a weird... The holidays were weird. Weren't they? Yes. Yeah, they were They were not great. <laughs> for no. me. For me, personally, they were not great. Towards the end, they weren't. And then I, it yeah. kind of got a little bit better. <laughs> mm, yeah. Let's play catch up. You guys yeah. can feel free to time jump, but yeah. for our hardcore oh, listeners, Hello, I know, they're like time jump. Literally. Uh, <laughs> how was your break, Bryce? What happened? I had a, I had a weird holiday, to be sure. Oh, so no. the reason I even said that is because like... Yeah, we had a break. I was off work. It was fine. And then you come back and I need a break from my break. Right. I need, Always. I need time from the time that I had off. I know. It was just not. I. This is like not to be super dramatic, but here we are. But didn't um, you stay here? Didn't you have a staycation? I, I did stay here. <laughs> I actually. Um. I broke up with my boyfriend. <gasps> I know. Oh no. I know. And this. Do you want to hear the like? This is the worst. I feel terrible. It was not intentional. It just is the way that things happened. But it was on Christmas Eve. Oh, I know. Dear. And it felt like I was breaking up with him on prom, and I just felt terrible. And, you know, obviously, I have nothing but love for him. Like, we still are, I still respect him. I still love him in a way. But you can be in love with someone and not be the person for each other, I mm-hmm. think. And you can't control when that happens. And so it's like, oh, shit, this happened on like a holiday like what terrible timing but like you can't fake your way through prom and then break up someone after prom like that's shitty so the timing's terrible i do feel very bad about that uh again i have no hard feelings about that i hope he has no hard feelings towards me um you know i wish him only good things but it definitely put a damper on the holiday oh my gosh oh this is so not great (laughs) we need to break up but here's a sweater yeah it was Uh. it was not great i felt like the first act of a fucking hallmark movie just like (laughs) oh no like who's that sad girl eating pizza by herself christmas breakup (laughs) starring bryce mitchell williams yes hallmark cast me i know all of a sudden he inherits an apple farm goes and breaks up with his boyfriend like learn (laughs) learns the meaning of christmas from dolly parton (laughs) yeah so that was not great but yes the the break itself was nice and Mm -hmm. here we are we're back so guys um out there yeah. Um, Bryce is single. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll break up with you on a holiday, too. Will. So it's fine. You need a date on um, on Valentine's Day? I'll break <laughs> up with you. <laughs> right no. there. What about Flag Day? Oh, uh, there is no holiday that's safe. Yom okay. Kippur, Presidents. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> He'll break up with you on Yom Kippur. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> if it's a holiday, I'll do it. Apparently. Do it. <laughs> Who knew? Ugh. Well, we did a massive road trip, and we drove yes. because we wanted to be safe. Huh. Oh, no. Jokes on us. Uh, we weren't saved when we went to New Orleans. Right. Because we wanted to take our boxer, Mia, with us. And oh, we I liked so the sweet. drive. Yeah, she she was so good. And I love the drive from California to Texas because you get to see um, Arizona. It's and a beautiful New Mex- drive, yeah. It is. You see the mesas. You see mm-hmm. the mountains. And then you get into El Paso, and it's downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, we just lost all our El Paso listeners, but that's fine. Yes. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But I love that. It is It is so flat. It is, it's just boring from yeah. then on out. But we visited family in Houston for a couple of days, and then we drove to New Orleans for mm. another 12 days. We stayed there, and then we got COVID there. Ugh. And, it's, and then we got tested there. And this is so New Orleans. I'm sorry to say this of my city, but they lost my test results. And they took oh forever God. to contact my husband so by the time we drove back to los angeles they're like oh hey we forgot to tell you mr chavez that you're positive and i'm like well obviously i'm positive so oh my god yes that is (laughs) for three hours trying to wait to be poked again and no to yeah technically up the nose um oh those nose swabs get me i can put up with a lot i'm not scared of needles 
all that stuff is good. You put something up my nose, and I'm a, I'm done. Yeah, it's so it's so brutal. And I hate it when they're like trying to be funny. They're like, oh know, yeah, just it's I gonna know. you know what? I'm picking your brain. I'm like, I'm gonna pick something else. Guy, hurry. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, I had to get that done again uh, here brutal. in NoHo. Right. And it sucks because, like, I have a delicate nose and I was just sneezing the whole time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like when the guy was putting the swab up my nose. I'm like, oh, I yeah. guess this is the only action I'm getting this week. Cause I know. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then, like, tomorrow I got a date with the booster shot. Yeah. And that knocked me out for two mm -hmm. days, unfortunately. So brutal. Yeah. I had to do an at-home test, but the only ones we had were from my one roommate, and the instructions were all in German. No. <laughs> so she's, like, standing there reading me the instructions, translating from German. I'm, like, crying over this thing. Like, this is so bad. Like, this is... What is happening? I know. How is this our reality? Like, all right. Yeah. Did you get your COVID, COVID test? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Me too. Oh, like, my God. Let's is, do that together. What is this? What I is know. This, this is the new normal yeah. welcome mm. <laughs> to COVID hour in Hollywood Paranormal. We're haunted by COVID at home tests. Truly. You want to talk about ectoplasm? Let's, Let's talk about the, some yeah. other things. Let's talk about our plasm right now. Yes. Well, guys. We are going to take a break from this COVID discussion yes. and we're going to start, come back to us. We promise we're, we're done. We're going to do a nice little audio walking tour yes. of a beautiful little area. As you heard in the intro, it was considered the Champs d'Elysees of Los Angeles yes. way back in the day. And we're going to be talking about Museum Row, Wilshire Boulevard. Love it. Have you recently gone up and down Wilshire? It's been a minute, but when I lived over there, oh, yeah. all the time. A.K.A. Miracle Mile. Right. And here's mm -hmm. the thing. You know me. Once I moved over the hill, I was like, I'm never leaving the valley. <laughs> so I'm I'm quite the valley girl uh, now. But when I lived over there, there's so many amazing things to do. Isn't and, it? And you yeah. just walk and find. And eat and drink. And yes. It's so cool. And walk into a museum. Yeah. It's just like any, any shop, any doorway that you go into over there it's is something cool it's really cool it's great eye candy great if you're into photography mm -hmm. they have a lot of architecture there the art deco buildings yes. the ebell theater and all these vacant you know once standalone department stores that are now standing there empty i don't know they're that gonna be flipped into housing yeah. i don't know what's going on with some of them but if you walk further down past western you'll get to experience Koreatown mm. and gain 50 pounds there. It's the best, though. Just oh, my best. gosh. We'll definitely stop and get a mochi nut, a boba mm -hmm. tea, maybe some curry around there. And it smells so good, Oh, too. my God. Everything that's, like, cooking all that time. It like, is <laughs> delicious. And, of course, it's haunted as fuck. Of course. So, yes, guys. The Miracle Mile area of Los Angeles is definitely enriched with history and haunted history. Yeah. So we hope that you have your chonclas. Make sure you carry an extra <laughs> pair if you have to throw it at a ghost. Mm -hmm. Or you need to exchange it for maybe a boba tea or whatnot. And Never your takes. fanny pack because we're going to be stopping by and grabbing some, you know, little noshes in Koreatown. Mm. Getting a drink at the HMS Bounty. Yes. And then finally, we'll end up by the Academy Museum of Motion Pictures. Yes. That place we are going to save the best for last is the Academy Museum of Motion Pictures Haunted. Well, according to a 2021 article in the LA Times, it just might be. Oh, my God. And you'll never believe what they unearthed. Oh, God. <laughs> in that oh area. Oh, God. Put it Could back. It you got to put it back. <laughs> put it back in the tomb. <laughs> Sprinkle it with salt. Don't Do a dance. open the pyramid. <laughs> Oh, God. We'll all touch on that very shortly. So, Bryce, are you ready to go? Are I'm you ready. stretched? I okay. Am, yes. So, the first stop, we always stop. We always started the farthest place, yeah. right, of Miracle Mile. So the first stretch of Wilshire Boulevard, we're going to go to Bullock's Department Store. Love it. And it's a standalone department store. It's empty right now, but let me tell you about the history. This resides at 3050 Wilshire Boulevard. This beautiful um, Art Deco building that resides empty of a Wilshire opened in September of 1929 as a luxury department store, and its owner was John G. Bullock, owner of the more mainstream Bullock's in downtown Los Angeles. So Bullock's Wilshire was also the name of the department store chain of which the LA store was the flagship. So they had seven stores total, but this one was the creme de la creme, oh, and here's why. You ready? <laughs> I'm ready. All right, so the department served 
the upper crust of LA society, especially the golden film stars. So mm. in its heyday, Bullock's Wilshire patrons included Mae West, oh my God. John Wayne, Marlene Dietrich, Joan Crawford, Alfred Hitchcock, Greta Garbo, Zaju Pitts, and Walt Disney, along with Clark Gable. And while struggling to become an actress, a teenaged Angela Lansbury oh my God, yes. worked as a sales clerk. Hilarious. Can you imagine her selling you perfume? I can't imagine her actually as a teenager more than I cannot imagine her selling perfume because her voice and her right. like her character is so ingrained in my head. So I'm just like picturing Angela Lansbury the age that she is now. <laughs> Like selling me perfume. And yes, I love that. Taylor's oldest time. Literally, yeah. Like, oh, don't even get me started. Would you like a so sample? Much. Yes, I would. Yes, there you go. Yes, Miss Lansbury. Thank you. Let me tell you about this idea I have. Murder, yeah. she wrote. Yes. <laughs> All right. And there's so much more. Uh, future First Lady Patricia Nixon mm. also served a stint on the floor as well. And from his studio next to the Chanel department, Neil Giddings, photographed many celebrities who frequented Bullock's Wilshire. So this is like the Century mm-hmm. City Mall. <laughs> yes. Because like now we see their Kardashians or we used to see them around mm-hmm. Century City. I would see them because you would see all these celebrities there because CAA Just is right like there. right there. Yeah. So when I was working there at Aveda, I would always see like these big athletic stars. I saw like, who did I see? Oh. I saw Khloe Kardashian. I remember Damn. seeing like Isla Fisher. Oh, I love her. And so many people. Like it was just this revolving door of just celebrities just like doing their everyday shopping. So I'm sure like Bullock's was the yeah. same thing. Celebrities, they're just like, like us. Just like us, you know, trying on hosiery. They go to malls. There's Alfred Hitchcock yeah, trying on right? some suspenders. Yeah. So watch out, Alfred. Well, I think there is an element. We've talked about this a lot before, but mm-hmm. there was an element of like the downtown golden age of los angeles mm-hmm. where like you were going to be seen as well yes. and that that doesn't always exist anymore because no. of how la is so spread out now exactly but at that time they like, got you dressed got, you gotta go to be seen yeah. like the women wore the best hosiery yeah the best gloves hats had their best rouge here mm-hmm. it's like you just roll out of bed and wear your most expensive like loungewear oh yeah i'm sure it's still more than i make in a year but <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a sweatsuit yeah to this very day i really think that aloe yoga pants or aloe the company yeah. is a cult just saying oh my god hilarious <laughs> now here's the biggest movie trivia the ending of 1984's film, The Ghostbusters, oh my God, yes. was shot on the top of Bullock's. Oh my God. Yeah. Isn't that cool? And the store started to decline in the 70s, unfortunately. Yeah. And you know how the story goes. It closes in 1997. But is it haunted? Ooh. Okay. So based on my digging... I went on hauntedplaces.org. And if you guys don't know about hauntedplaces.org, it is a website where it lists all the haunted places in the US. Mm. You can upload any place on this database and you can welcome people to share their experiences. There is an experience attached to Bullock's. So according to Anonymous, this is what she wrote. My mother worked here at Bullock's in the late 80s when the store was open for business. And she would often work late hours because she was the inventory manager. Well, one summer night, as she was working late, she saw a tall man out of nowhere with pinstripe pants and wooden-looking shoes walk past her. She said she was spooked and can 100% confirm that the place was haunted. Yes, and I found another link that mentioned the same man. Ew. So he would just appear. Wooden shoes? I know, oh. but w- my question is, would you hear him? Oh. Yes, like if he was walking, wouldn't you hear the shoes against the floor of that department? If it was marble or wooden floors? Hmm. Do you think people who aren't Claire, what would Claire Audio be? Like what would- That's hearing. That, is that what it's called, Claire Audio? Yeah, uh, Claire Audient. Audient. Yeah, that's hearing. Would th- a person have to contain that ability to be able to hear the ghost, or would that be the ghost manifesting the sound? 
or it could go either way. I feel like it could go either way because you know there's some people that are not clairaudient and I'm they would obsessed hear. With the Claire's. I'm, <laughs> I'm really here for it. They're like the Heather's. They re- oh my god. Yes, Heather's. Heather's hello. Um, I feel like you know there are even places where people would hear like the typical. I would hear footsteps. Sure. So I feel like with clairaudient, you can hear even hear like maybe spirit talking to you. But that oh, is really a I good see. point. Interesting. Too like, would you be able to hear that? Instead of just see it. Ugh, the wooden shoes really creeps me out. For some I reason. know. Who wears wooden shoes? Uh, elves Ugh. in a tree that make cookies? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's so horrifying to me. And what did they look like? Right. Let me get you some, like, Michael Jordan, some Air Thanks. Force Ones, maybe. And we'll get you looking fly, dude. Oh. Did it say, like, did they recognize the man or just other people had seen that? So according to the secondary source, like, he looked like he wasn't a part of that time period. Mm. So it's pretty interesting. It doesn't say anything about, like, he walked through a wall or something. But it just, you know, it's that feeling you get. Like, Mm. is he of this this plane and is he of Mm. this time period? Wooden shoes say no. Yeah. Like... No, thank you. Mm, and no matokas with those wooden shoes. Absolutely not. Senor. No, I have no, a no. lot of preguntas for yeah. you. <laughs> yes. All right. One, where did you get those shoes? Two, can we go shopping? It's just some like nice like man from Holland who just wants to buy things. <laughs> and we're like, ew, wooden shoes. Like, oh, we're the assholes. No. <laughs> those are some not so pleasant stamps, no. son. All right. So the second stop we're going to go, we're actually, you know, it's 12 o'clock somewhere. So we're going to grab a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Always. We're going to go to 3357, guys. We're going to take a little bit of a brisk walk to the Gaylord Apartments and the H&S Bounty Bar. Mm -hmm. I've been to this bar. I really love it. Oh, yes. So it's one of the fewest bars here in California that have a very old school nautical theme. I love it. Oh, yeah. So let's go grab a drink. And attempt to sing the lyrics of George Michael's <laughs> Careless Whisper, Bryce, yes, or maybe Elton John's Benny and the Jets. Here can we do it. that? I can. All right. So according to the LAConservancy.com website, the 13-story Gaylord Apartments building opened in 1924 directly across Wilshire from the Ambassador Hotel, which is also a great place to go and grab some like brunch on mm. Sundays. Really delicious, beautiful restaurant that they have there. But some claim it was named for Henry Gaylord Wilshire, the founder of Wilshire Boulevard. Oh, wow. So back then, the units in the Gaylord were marketed as own your own apartments with large kitchens and central refrigeration systems that allowed tenants to freeze their own ice cubes. Okay. So back then, right. you were big shit if you had your own yeah. ice cubes. Like, excuse me, let me go grab the ice cubes. (laughs) Oh, we fancy. I know, we fancy here. Clink, clink. Did you hear that? I'm putting the ice cubes in your cup kind of thing. I love it. Oh, my God. Here it's like, does it come with Wi-Fi? Does it have a Wi-Fi connection? Yes, I'm sold. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, especially with the way the market is now. Exactly. Do you have solar panels? Here's your cardboard box. You're welcome. $2,400. Are these pipes copper? All right. I know this is a tangent, but here we are. You you knew what this was when you started listening. <laughs> I saw this video, and these two young women posted this video, and they're like, all the things that we deal with in our Los Angeles apartment for $2,700. Oh, I saw that on TikTok. And it's like the one oh, where the door opens, God. and they have like the cutout of the toilet so the door can open. I've and seen some of those. And like too short. It's like... I don't care where you are. That's too expensive. Like, yeah, that's not worth it. I, you know what I think it is. Where is it? I I don't know where oh. it is, but I think they're doing that school housing thing. They look the right age to me. Yeah. I bet you that because I remember when I was in student housing, you don't think about this, but it's like, oh, I'm renting an apartment through student housing, right? And to do that, you're facilitating someone's salary. So when I was in my two bedroom, two bathroom, we were paying like. I think it was. It had to be at least thirty two hundred, maybe. Oh, I remember. And maybe you guys were in more. like. We were in the worst part of Hollywood. In Hollywood, what's the name of that street? We were over on Wilcox. Yes, girl. When I moved in, there was a man getting arrested, and I couldn't pull my car in to unload my stuff because he was getting arrested on our front stoop. Oh, I've like heard stories. A helicopter yeah. circling. I was like. When Where I tell I? you, like, what is happening? When I tell you, the living is more scary than the dead. Yeah, yeah. You think the apartments in Hollywood have like haunted mm-hmm. history? No. Let me tell you, I've heard yeah. people like trying to break in through their doors late at night. Constantly. People having like drug deals outside. Mm-hmm. People being arrested. Someone was hiding in a bush in front of their building. Yeah. I heard that. 
um, after being chased uh, for stabbing a man. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> and then like that paying, area, and then you're paying like thirty two hundred dollars, right. but you're in Hollywood. I commented another thing. I was like, I've been here for ten years, and you're paying too much. I don't care where you are. You need to go either find a better area. Because, look, when we all move here, we're like, I'm going to live in Beverly Hills. Do not live in Beverly Hills. Like, don't do it. No. It's not. Like, yes, your zip code will be 90210, and it sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. B, don't go through student housing. Like, just Never don't do go it. through student don't, don't housing. And these yeah. have been Los Angeles Tips with Bryce and Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even the apartment complex, the haunted one in our mm-hmm. former job, like they were pretty decent, but you're sharing a two bedroom mm-hmm. with, I think it was six or eight people because they mm-hmm. squeezed for students in each room. And you just knew that was chaos mm-hmm. waiting to happen. Like iceberg straight ahead right, right. there kind of thing. Yeah. Right. All those actors squished in together. Oh God. No wonder there was so much activity. Mm-hmm. Right. So all that to say, yeah, I can see the appeal of wanting to own your own apartment. But I remember seeing that TikTok. No, there was this one clip where the girl's shower, she was like, oh, look, I'm taller than the shower. And then she kneels down and she peels the paint mm-hmm. away from the wall of the shower. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh-uh, no, leave. Yeah. Leave right now. <laughs> yeah. Get your security depo- deposit and yeah. leave. Landlords are a scourge. It's yes. fine. Welcome to LA. Yeah, it's brutal. All right, so the Los Angeles Times called the Gaylord Apartments one of the largest and most pretentious apartment houses in the country. <laughs> of course they would. Same. That's same, why I same, love same. LA Times. Um, since then, the building has been thoroughly renovated inside. Now, the nautical-themed HMS Bounty Restaurant and Bar on the ground floor opened in 1962 in a space formerly occupied by... The gay room. Uh-oh. And then later it was called The Secret Harbor. It just, just sounds like a Danielle Steele novel. Yes, it does. It's like, let's go to the gay room. Yeah. Let's turn into that. The Secret Harbor. So The Secret Harbor opens in 1951 as an outpost of Wilshire's leading restaurant family of the 40s and 50s. And after The Secret Harbor, the, uh, the space served as a brief stint as the golden anchor before becoming the HMS bounty Hmm. but it seems as though this place is riddled with spirits and i'm not talking about the ones behind the (laughs) bar at the hms bounty so according to gula.com or g-h-o-u-l-a tenants of the historic apartment building have complained of strange knocks on their windows and phantom footsteps oh yeah so now you're paying for the experience yeah of living in haunted Los Angeles. I do right not there. want the knocks on my window. No, oh, no. I'm trying to sleep. I'm trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's when the chunkless come out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, truly. Uh, so there's phantom footsteps in the empty halls. Most notably, there's a ghost that haunts the ladies' room in the lobby. Women claim to feel an invisible hand pinch the posterior. No, not a pervert oh, ghost. Oh, yes. Pervert ghosts. 100%. Oh, God. Unless you're Heath Ledger touching my bottom. Then no, no. 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 That's when the chonclas and the earrings and yeah. come off. And even then, even I the nails. demand consent. How dare you? <laughs> right? Ew. It is <laughs> always in a, in a bathroom. Always in a bathroom. That's fucking creepy. I know. And that's supposed to be your safe space. I would start burning all the sages. Right. Like, in the bathroom. No. It will make it smell nice. You're getting exercised because I'm not getting pinched on the butt. Uh huh. By a ghost. Right. No. Hmm. Well, you're right. Actually, let's. let's let, okay, let's. Let me clarify. Track certain ghosts. Certain ghosts. Get I will give consent. Paul Newman can do whatever he yeah, wants. Yeah, baby Paul <laughs> Newman. <laughs> but it also seems as though these spooks and activity have also migrated to the bar as well. So the oh, wow. bar has also been getting the same activity. So workers who are closing late at night would hear these knocks on the walls mm. they would kind of pan it out to the apartment but one night one worker said that he was hearing knocking on the door and he Ooh. thought oh it was probably someone that you know wanted to see if they wanted to place an order wanted to know the hours of the restaurant sure. so he goes and checks and he's like no one was there uh-uh. so it could have been someone who was knocking seeing if the bar was open but who knows but this was also a common occurrence mm-hmm. people will right. see like things once, yeah maybe. once but when it's quite frequent and it's always around the time when they're closing 
But then it is L.A., and we do have a false sense of entitlement here. I mean, I was going to say, I can't throw... <laughs> right? I've, I've certainly drunkenly knocked on a bar and be like, can I get cheese sticks? Like, I've definitely... <laughs> I've been in that boat. So, like, am I a ghost haunting bars in L.A.? Yes, maybe. But, like... Oh, my God. Go Imagine way. 50 years from now. Oh, like, absolutely. Or more, like, there's this weird guy. His name is Bryce, and I feel his presence. Yeah, he's what does presence. he smell like? Cheese, cheese sticks. sticks. Absolutely. Cheese sticks. <laughs> Absolutely. Trader Joe's has this thing. It's like, it's like fried ravioli. Oh. It's so good, but it is a bag of cheese sticks. That's all it is. And they're like, oh, it's pasta. I'm like, this is. But it's a squared size. It's a cheese stick. So it's supposed to look like ravioli. False. No. Yeah, false advertisement right there. I eat the whole bag. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Like, I just ate a bag of cheese sticks. Ooh, Mm -hmm. bag of cheese sticks in one sitting. Yeah. For me, in one sitting, I could down like those chocolate covered bananas Mm -hmm. in one sitting. And I think I may have done that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we'll be as ghosts. Yes. <laughs> Looking for cheese sticks and bananas. It's yeah, they fine. create an altar, cheese sticks yeah. for Bryce, chocolate covered, you know, uh, bananas for Tammy. And we'll be there. We'll there. We're fine. Hey. Hi. <laughs> exactly. All right. <laughs> They're writing down notes like, right. okay, cheese sticks for future yeah. altar. Uh huh. All right, got it. But um, it also seems like you know these occurrences are happening in the restaurant. So mm. could it be the restaurant? But also, could it be the apartments? It's weird that it's like blending or like bleeding over one to the other. That's yeah. Very, that's very creepy. Well, you think about like the heavy rotation of the people mm-hmm. coming in and out of those apartments. Yeah. You know, they're only living there for one year and then they leave. Sure. Lord knows, you know, they're all actors, especially when they're living close in that yeah. area between downtown and, of course, you know, Hollywood. So you have actors and musicians and artists mm-hmm. and they're all coming to drink and Lord knows what they're dumping in the bar. Sure. So that bar is absorbing a lot there. Yeah. Now, according to my research, mm. I love reviews, and it turns out someone left a really crazy review of their paranormal experience oh of the Gaylord. Oh, girl, here we go. Apartments.com. And the person that left this review, his name is Alan Draw. He was a resident at the Gaylord from... 2005 to 2006. Get ready for his story, Bryce. April 23rd, 2008. I used to live in the Gaylord Apartments, and I was thrilled with the old character of the building and the restaurant downstairs, plus the neighbors who were all aspiring actors, musicians, producers, etc. I love the lobby area where my friends would wait for me, and just the fact that this area or this apartment used to be a hotel back in the 50s and 60s. I lived in room 1104B and enjoyed the nicely sized studio. I heard about the roach problem but didn't have much problems with it. I mean, you learn to live with the roaches. Yeah, I mean, they are the ones that should be paying your rent. <laughs> downtown, especially, like you're just gonna. Have yeah, to that, yeah, exactly. So one night, though, I was awakened by a rattle-like sound coming behind the screen door. No, this wasn't a light sound, but a strong, forceful noise. I ignored it and wonder if it was caused by a nearby, nearby incident, such as a party at another apartment, mm. a crash somewhere. Who knows? Then the noises continued. And after a while, it became clear that there was some sort of paranormal activity going on in my apartment. Oh, my God. I never told the apartment manager because I didn't want to seem crazy. So I invited one of my friends to spend the night just to see if this would happen again. Smart. And sure enough, it did. Then the window of my apartment started opening by itself Mm-mm. with a creaky sound. Mm-mm. Very creepy. My friend put matches on the corners to see if it was caused by the wind. Smart. Okay, they're very they're very yeah, logistical. They're really I'm like, whoa, yeah. they're like not only actors, but ghost hunters. Hello. <laughs> yes. Paranormal investigators right there. Then all of a sudden, the matches were coming out as if someone was pulling them out one by one. No. My friend was like, okay, your place is haunted for <laughs> sure. If it was Bryce, you'd be like, I'm out. I'm out. 100%. Mm-hmm. I chose a deal with it since I had a year lease. Oof. I mean, when you have that year lease, you got to do it because you, you don't want to pay. No, fuck no. That fee is really, really astronomical. Uh, one night, I had a very vivid dream where I saw this redheaded beauty surrounded by mutated people. They had lesions on their faces and I was <gasps> supposed to rescue her. Yeah, I know it's pretty cheesy. I woke up and she was in my bed, smiling at me. No. Then she disappeared. I mean, I'm sorry. Not after the first haunt. Am Mm -hmm. I going to like, you know, 
get nooky with you, all right? No, I mean. I was like, that's it? Yeah. Not without her consent, all right? (laughs) Yes. I had my guy friend spend the night once more. The rest of the time I was there and just to make it more bearable, but I don't know if these activities still go on, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did still. It's a very nice apartment complex. Yeah. Damn. That's really interesting that like, well, I just commend them for being like, okay, let's like try and eliminate all the things that it could be. Exactly. But then once someone shows up in your bed, then I guess at that point. Oh, especially a redhead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Right. I mean, if he let her. Shows up in my bed. Yeah. Do I have your consent, sir? Okay, great. <laughs> Flips the blanket out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Done. So then at that point, it's like, oh, this is real. This is real. Damn. And that you have like a secondary witness. Yes. You know, that is really cool. I, I thought that what they did was pretty, yeah, pretty spot on. I thought, yeah, that is, I mean, they had an experience. That is an account. Yeah. It's interesting. I wonder if anyone. Like, obviously, he said he just lived there for a year. I wonder if anyone lived there for longer. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to see. Like, I would love to know. If anybody's listening and has stayed in the Gaylord yeah. Apartments, hit us up. I would love to hear your story. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. All right. So, guys, we are going to actually grab a boba, some Not mochi it. donuts at Dragon Boba. Mm. If you are anywhere around Wilshire and you head to Koreatown, here are a couple places, right? You ready? Dragon Boba, grab some mochi nuts, and you can find a um, great boba tea mm-hmm. there. And then if you go to, I think it's the BCD Tofu House, great oh, yeah. tofu. You want some seafood, the boiling crab, freaking yeah. great, <laughs> delicious. And yeah, all right, so we're going to hop into an Uber right now with Love our it. food. <laughs> Um, as we're driving, don't worry, Bryce and I have it covered. Um, if you look on the right, guys, you'll see the La Brea Tar Pits and Museum. Yes. And now we're coming to our second to last destination. It's the Peterson Car Museum or Auto mm. Museum, and it's at 6060 Wilshire Boulevard. So just yards away, guys, we stand close to the location of where East Coast rapper Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. Biggie Smalls, a.k.a. the notorious B.I.G. was shot to death. So crazy. Now, we did a big, big, big episode on his death along with Tupac's death. Yes. I want to say two years ago. So definitely go check that out. That's but so crazy. Yeah. Isn't it insane <laughs> that we did that episode? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, how time flies. On March the 7th, Wallace presented an award to Tony Braxton at the 1997 Soul Train Music Awards in Los Angeles and was booed by some of the audience. Now, the following evening on March the 8th, he and Bad Boy Entourage attended an after party hosted by Vibe Magazine and Quest Records at the Peterson Automotive Museum in West Los Angeles. Now, by 12.45 a.m. on March 9th, 1997, Wallace's SUV stopped at a red light on the corner of Wilshire and South Fairfax, just Mm. 50 yards from where we're standing from the museum, guys. A dark-colored 94-96 Chevy Impala pulled alongside Wallace's SUV. The driver of the Impala, a black man, rolled down his window, drew a 9mm blue steel pistol, and fired at the Suburban. Four bullets hit Wallace. Wallace's entourage rushed him to Cedar sinai Medical Center, where doctors performed an emergency surgery on him, but he was pronounced dead at 1.15 a.m. He was Damn. only 24 years old. Jesus. Now, the murder was thought to be the culmination of an ongoing feud between rap music artists from the East and West Coast. But just six months earlier, rapper Tupac Shakur was killed when, ironically, Wallace's death came only weeks before Mm -hmm. his new album titled Life After Death. Mm. And that was scheduled to be released pretty soon. So Wallace was the most prominent East Coast practitioner of gangster rap, and his 1994 record, Ready to Die, sold millions. That same year, Shakur was the West Coast's leading rapper, and he was shot several times in a robbery at a recording studio in New York. And Shakur claimed that... The notorious BIP, um, B.I.G. was partially responsible and mm. later taunted Wallace on one of his songs. Mm. However, there are strong allegations that Wallace's death was heavily orchestrated by crooked LAPD cops. I mean... 
I yeah. If it quacks like a fucking cop in LA, <laughs> let me fucking get on this soapbox. Can I just tell you, the LA LA has been calling people asking about like surveys and like asking them to rank on a scale of like one to ten things that are the most important to them. The poor intern who got me. Oh, oh, I'll no. tell you what I think is important. I have, no, she's like, okay, I'm not in charge of this policy. Like, I know, I'm sorry. You're, you're doing great work. Thank you. You hear her voice breaking like that? Yeah. Sorry. Hold no. on. Sorry. I was polite. Oh. <laughs> but stern. But very stern. Yeah, okay. to, put that, to put that politely, Bryce. Yeah, fuck them, though. Like, what? No. Okay. Look. Sometimes things happen in history where multiple people are responsible and it culminates into one event. Yeah. So make, maybe we can't blame it all on like Biggie or whatever. But like it always points to the LAPD. It always points to Since the LAPD. Since the 30s and 40s. It has. On that Come on. It's been on proven. Hill. It's been proven. Yeah. It's been so proven yeah. in the books that they've worked with, you know, the mm-hmm. mob. They worked with so many crooked people. Yeah. That they have crooked people in there. I mean, yeah. Come Look, on. We're not, this is not groundbreaking newsworthy <laughs> no. things that we're saying, but it's true. It's, it's true. It's true. It's in receipts. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Now, here's the Paranormal Association. This is just claims from mm. certain eyewitnesses. Now, a couple of people have claimed to see what they believe to be the apparition of the notorious B.I.G. wandering around late at night in front of the automotive museum. Sure. So they notice a man that fits his description and he's just wandering around, you know, just looking kind of confused. Yeah, I bet. And he disappears. So could it be that it's something residual Mm -hmm. or could it be something that is intelligent who knows? Yeah. I mean, when something traumatic happens in an environment, it does leave an imprint. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to go just on the opposite side of the street. It's just a block away, guys. We saved the best for last. And this is the Academy Museum yes. of Motion Pictures. Oh, okay, guys. I love this place. But before it was known as the Academy Museum, this location was L.A.'s First standalone department store called the May Company. Amazing. Now, it was completed in 1939 and it is celebrated its example of streamlined Moderna mm-hmm. architecture. It's really, it was really a beautiful yeah. place. And if you go and see this museum, it is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And um, it ends up closing in 1992. And in 2014, the Academy Museum of Motion Pictures agreed to a 55 year lease with LACMA to include the May Company building as well as the adjacent land to build the David Geffen Theater. Mm-hmm. So this museum actually opened in September of 2021. Yes. And I remember it was supposed to open earlier, but right. because of the pandemic, this is what happens. That old thing. So where are the ghosts? Right. Now we posted this on our Instagram mm-hmm. and it was based off of a 2021 LA Times article. Crazy. And of course the headline read is the Museum of Motion Picture or the Academy Museum haunted. Mm. So according to the LA Times article in a 2010 LACMA blog post, an employee wrote about rumors of ghosts So guards and employees have reported having apparitional experiences that range from sightings of both a man and a woman to strange noises to the feeling of a supernatural presence and the feeling of someone or something breathing down their necks. Yes. Oh, when they breathe down Mm -mm. your neck. Oh, no, no, no. I hate that. No touch. When they touch the back of your neck. No touching. I've had that happen. No no kisses. Like, I don't want any of that. No, no, no. Now, the blog post goes on to cite a building supervisor who had worked there for 18 years. And according to the writer of this article, he stated, when I asked him to tell me about the ghost, the LACMA writer said, all he said was, I don't want to talk about it. Wow. So there, t- I mean, we mentioned this before in the Barclay Hotel when I tried mm-hmm. to talk to mm-hmm. the security manager there. Like, he didn't want to tell me his experiences, but he could, you know, in a way say, you know, yeah, I had them, but sometimes, I don't want to get into them. Sometimes a no is a loud yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. Like, this is very intimate and very personal. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't want to tread on it. Yeah. A Times reporter researching the May Company ghost stories could turn up 
with no factual or actual firsthand accounts of ghost sightings, just secondhand tales. So according to this article, yeah, they're getting secondhand tales. And um, I just feel like there is possibly something there. Yeah. You know, maybe it's a residual. Maybe it could be linked to a crime that actually happened at the May Company. So get this. Yeah. So the article goes on to state that what people believe to be that man and woman that is manifesting there could be the spirit of Evelyn Wasserstein and her estranged husband, Jack. Mm. So a staff writer, Mathis Chazanov, reported in the LA Times on June of 1989, okay. a 79-year-old woman was shot to death by her estranged husband Wednesday morning in the public dining room of the May Company store on Wilshire Boulevard, where she had gone to play cards with her friends. Well, lunch is ruined. Right. That's and so is our card game. Don't ruin lunch. Also, don't shoot your wife. But like, <laughs> I mean, don't ruin my lunch. <laughs> the article starts to say, then, as four dozen elderly patrons looked on in no. horror, the 87-year-old retired carpenter turned the handgun on himself oh, and fired a single round into his head. That's so sad. Seniors were known to flock to the top floor restaurant with the department's store's permission for early morning bridge and poker games. No. Oh, that's so adorable. That All they wanted to do was have some lunch and play some yeah, poker. Socialize. Uh-huh. Hmm. So the article says, ironically, some witnesses had to come to the store that day for a lecture on dispute resolution. Oh, God. So the Academy Museum um, also unearthed something very interesting. Oh, God. But it's not what you think. So officials did confirm that the remains of one body What? <laughs> found on site during construction of an ancient sloth. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it turned out that it was like, what an ice age. Yeah. What an ice age. They found an ancient sloth during construction. So they discovered this near the La Brea Tar Pits. The museum decided to leave the sloth beat. It's still there, buried in the ground, behind the screen of the museum's Ted Man Theater. Damn. And there you have it, guys. This is our haunted walking audio tour of it. Miracle Mile. You got some haunts, you got some spirits with the spirits, and you got some ancient sloths. But what more could you need? Exactly. The trifecta. Maybe bridge. Maybe bridge. Poker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let old people play cards. I know, but it, it, that is sad. That is, I mean, that was, I didn't know about that. Mm. And that is true. They, the May Company had a restaurant on the top. And I know back in the day, mm -hmm. like, I think I read even Wesley Snipes and people used oh, to wow. go, like, big people used to go there and just have lunch there. Wow. And just, you know, chit-chat. Close deals. It is sad because that area is so not that anymore. But no. But now that, that museum is there now and they're kind of starting to, like, change Rebuild it, it a little yeah. Bit. You repurpose some of the buildings and... Yeah, I mean, that's the whole purpose of Miracle Mile is right. that it was just... It's supposed to be this mile of museums mm -hmm. and shops and stuff. And it was its little Rodeo Drive back in the heyday yeah. or Jean Elysees. Yeah. But yeah, I could see how a lot of that energy is still absorbed there. Yeah. It's a lot of, you know, trauma. It's a lot of transition. And it's, I guess, in some point, like maybe broken dreams because, yeah. you know, it is between downtown and Hollywood. Right. So who knows? Oof. Like everywhere else here. Honestly. And some pretty gnarly apartments. Truly. Yeah. So let us know what you guys thought of the episode. Have yes. you guys traveled to Miracle Mile here in Los Angeles? And if you are planning a trip, we highly recommend that you do check out the Academy Museum of Motion Pictures. Yes, very cool. That you have a drink at the HMS Bounty and that you do walk up and down Miracle Mile. is really a great piece of eye candy great yeah. if you're a photographer if you want to take pictures of nice art deco buildings and yeah you know la is a new city compared to some others even in the country but especially in the world but we do have a little bit of history here that's pretty cool you think it's a like, little <laughs> yeah but you know what i mean like yeah. i get it it's like funny when you start talking about like world history and you're like okay well like the 1920s is still relatively new in it terms is of that's true that but, is true you know it's our history and yes we have a lot of I don't know. There's a lot of cool stuff here. It's got a lot of moxie, I want to say. Yes, yes. yes it exactly. does. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, guys, you know the drill. If you yes. love Hollyweird Paranormal, please leave us a review, a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps us become a little more visible, um, especially for us indie podcasters. Yes. If you really enjoy Hollyweird Paranormal, then please visit our website, hollyweirdparanormal.com. There you can actually browse our store. Yes. You can browse through our past seasons and episodes, and you can even sign up to be a part of our Patreon Saturday Night Ghost Club if you go to www.patreon.com forward slash hollyweirdparanormal.com you'll be able to sign up for our Patreon for just as little as $1 per month you'll be gifted in magnets buttons and pins and even stickers and, and maybe Heath Ledger will pinch your butt possibly we don't know your posterior we don't know your posterior Bryce I know my bad <laughs> And not only that, you'll be also granted access for our Saturday Night yes. Ghost Club, which is a bi-monthly podcast where I collect ghost stories. Mm-hmm. And the one I'm about to upload, guys, is one of Danny Trejo. Oh, my God. It's very short, but you guys are going to love it. It's so it so worth much. it. It is so great. It's great if you go through or binge all of our episodes and you're like, I want more. Go on Patreon. Yeah. Pay the dollar. Even if it's for one month, two months, three months, it's okay. You, I mean, you donating that much helps us out a lot. It does. And donate, you know, whatever you want. It could be a dollar, two, or three, or five for just that month or two months. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you'll be gifted. You'll be spoiled. And just to name a few of our new patrons. Yay. Jamie... Desh Hotels and Julio Capa, thank you Yay, so thank much you. for I... donating. That's very sweet. We are so appreciative. I will be working on your little goodie bags Yay. this weekend. And if you want to stalk us a little more, please follow us on Instagram at Hollywood Paranormal and Facebook at Hollywood Paranormal, along with our Twitter at HWP Podcast. And you can follow me and my tales on my TikTok, which is Haunted LA Girl. Sometimes me and Bryce do a little TikTok together. I'm we- very bad at TikTok dance, so you're <laughs> so welcome. Bad. You're welcome in advance. At HollywoodVeryNormal.com. <laughs> I do extra little TikToks that talks about ghost stories mm-hmm. and investigations and things that I've captured, so it's really cool. And I guess that's it, Bryce. I guess that's it. Yeah, take care of yourselves. Get get poked, get boosted. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> do it so we can take go care back to our be, lives. I know, be healthy and take care of each other. And most of all, stay holly weird, but stay healthy. We adore you. And we're definitely going to continue with this holly weird paranormal train. Yes. Yes. I love a good train ride. Me too. You know what's so crazy? We've been doing this for five years. I can't. Yes. That's. My husband noticed that. I, my, my coworker was like, how long have you been doing it? I was like, I don't know. Let me go look. It's been five years. No, five we years really, in January. We really love doing this, guys. And mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, we want to get rich and famous. I mean, that's nice. Give us a bag of money. Yeah, sure. I mean, well, Am I going to turn it down? No. No, we've already talked about how the rent is in LA. I have no choice. <laughs> yes. But we truly yeah. love doing this, guys. We're, I mean, I love sitting in our little dining room kitchen together. Yes, me too. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So take care, guys. And Bryce, do you have anything else you want to say? Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>